0: Hello everybody and welcome to Pineapple Juice. This is the podcast where the three of us sit down and develop a story idea for as long as it takes to come up with something interesting.
1: I am one of your hosts, Fletcher. I'm Peter. And I'm Jacob. So, I had a question for us. <laughs> <laughs> and? I feared that somebody would say something, but it
0: was just <laughs> No, it always it. feels awkward when I do that. The Cult response. It's Yeah, like, it
2: always feels weird. I agree. Every time I go, uh, it's like, I have a question. It's like, oh, it's do like, tell. Do, uh-huh. d- do tell. It's like, yeah. So I, I tried something new, which is say nothing. Say nothing. <laughs>
1: okay, good. Thanks for giving me a heads up on that. <laughs> so at the, the time of recording, uh, Queen Elizabeth II has recently passed. And so that got me thinking Britishy. And so I thought I would ask if you, you could... could be one of the three major british characters which are sherlock holmes james bond and doctor who oh that's where you're going which one would you want to be and why easy doctor who i was worried that's how this would go because that's definitely my answer
0: no okay uh, that's sort of the obvious choice because tardis exploring the universe and all of time every answer i've had alternatively though what if
1: you mess it up like,
2: but I can't, about- I'm the Doctor. Yeah, but the Doctor yeah. always fixes it. No, but- by the end of the season, it'll be
1: normal again. I guess, if we're assuming the world now works by Doctor Who logic, but I'm just thinking, like, I'm the Doctor and I could break time in the universe. Yeah, but
0: every time he does, it. I mean, fine. look, but <laughs> if I'm the Doctor, if if I'm the Doctor, I have his knowledge and stuff, but I know how not to do
1: that. And still enjoy the universe. Okay.
0: And so-
2: you've seen the show. And there's
0: also sort of an implication, too, that, like, the only, the only adventures that we get that show up are like the really exciting ones. A lot of the time they just go somewhere and are like tourists. Oh, yeah. So, I assume yeah.
1: him and Amy really did go to that cool future beach they went to or whatever and they just had yeah. fun for a bit and there was no alien.
0: Yeah, like I figure most of the time that's just what happens. And every once in a while it gets a little bit crazy and there's life or death.
2: That's what entices people to stay. Yeah. Because the life and death stuff, I would be there every single week. If there was a life and death thing, but if I, I think you're I traveling would. and for the most, I probably would still, I mean, for, yeah, for most of the time you're just like vibing on a beach. It's like, I think that's, what's great about the episode with David Tennant and, um, uh, oh, I forgot her name. Dang it.
1: Redhead Donna. Yeah. Uh-huh. do always yeah. oh, said me. redhead. I know her name. I was just trying to help you. And then I realized, <laughs> oh, I can just say <laughs> What's her that name? name? What's
2: the redhead's name? Da- Donna. Donna. No, but like the, the actress. Oh, oh um, she's like Catherine a British Tate. comedian. Catherine Tate. Yeah, uh, British team She's coming back
1: next year as Donna? Really? Woo! Yeah, her and Tennant.
2: Ka- uh, Catherine but Tate. The whole Yeah. Donna, like, if she gets her memory back,
0: doesn't she die?
1: Well, no, no. she doesn't die, but we don't know how it's going to work, and she also doesn't get her memory back. Sad.
2: It's really, it's the it's
0: thing. Yeah. Well, well, the the strategy. I thought that was kind of the caveat. They had to wipe her memory because she'd, like, die or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, she
1: would die, Am I but she, she didn't die. No, no, we don't She didn't die. Look, we don't know anything about the anniversary other than that Tennant and Tate are back.
2: Okay. Yes. Well, and speaking of which, the thing that I really like about one of their episodes is the one, uh, I forget what it's called, but they're on like that planet of diamonds. Uh, no, midnight. The Do- midway? Midnight. Midnight, right. Uh, mid midnight, midnight yeah. on that episode, it starts off and they're those two were just chilling on a beach. Like they're just they're straight vibing. actually. They're on a spa. They're just hanging out and he goes on a like a tour. So for the most part I think they are just like
1: vacationing, I yeah. would hope. Pretty much. Well and it's <laughs> All the gadgets are so cool, and you get to run around in their costume, and you can go anywhere. Like, it's not just the time travel, even though time travel interests me. It's the, like, endless possibilities.
2: And yet, I would choose to be James Bond.
1: Really? Just to be different? He wants to finally get all the
0: girls. No,
2: I was going to choose James Bond anyway. Fletcher's wrong. It wouldn't be to have copious amounts of sex, although (laughs) that would be a nice addition to my currently sexless life. Uh, but i'm a big fan of the idea of all the gadgets that he has um and i i I, depending on the era that you're james bond in um and i'm just going to assume that i'm james bond for the 50 years that bond has been around or 50 years plus i don't know like 60 years
1: you have all the bond Uh, experience
2: i've got all the bond experience and i've done all the bond stuff but i want that i want the car I want some cool gadgets. I want to do some cool stunts. Uh, and then I want for all of my movies uh, that come out with Daniel Craig, when I'm Daniel Craig, I am going to have one movie where I'm actually wanting to be there. And then the rest of them, I'm going to say I'm retiring every single movie. So I can basically be in perpetual almost retirement the entirety of my career. But I, I, I think that there's a lot of fun stuff with James Bond. Just, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's to be a, an action hero character secret agent is what i meant
1: one of my thoughts was also that if i don't want my life to change too much like being the doctor is great but also it comes with a lot of responsibility and i would basically leave behind my current life and i could bring my friends with me i guess but then i'd probably be putting them in danger half the time if i just if i didn't want to deal with the anxiety of that and i wanted to mostly continue my normal life sherlock holmes is a great choice because suddenly i have this like great attention to detail i can solve a bunch of crimes like I can basically Sherlock Holmes gives you a set of abilities that are helpful if you need them but they don't really come with the baggage of like you have to do anything like I could continue my normal life and just have the ability yeah of being Sherlock that Holmes. smart
0: would be awesome I guess
1: I could do that with the doctor too but I have a TARDIS somewhere and I, I don't know
2: dude if you're the doctor you couldn't settle down in one spot no you couldn't but if you were Sherlock Holmes are you gonna be like classical Sherlock Holmes living in like Victorian England or wherever he's from uh, or are you going to be the new Sherlock Holmes, who is, you
1: know, fine? Okay, well, that's interesting, because I was imagining modern day, like, like in Sherlock, but I guess maybe it'd be a time period piece. I, and would I be a drug addict? Like, I don't know, this comes with, <laughs> now that I think about it, it does come with a lot of questions. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the doctor has baggage, because you're potentially living for thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of years, and,
1: um... Oh, that's good. A good point. Is that a drama I was thing? thinking I could regenerate. I wasn't even I thinking know. about the fact that I just naturally live a long time. And and as the Doctor, there's a target on your back. Like, aliens might show up here just hunting me.
2: But at the same time, if the Doctor just kind of chooses to stay out of trouble, um, he will. I, I mean, all the Doctors were alive for about 900 years, and then Eleven t- uh, was alive for, like, 1,200 years. So he lived well past the entire lifespan of all of the Doctors combined. He just lived for a long time. And it took him even longer than that to actually properly age. Like, he he lived for thousands of years.
1: Well, okay, there, there's some caveats there. He
2: had the best run of any Doctor.
1: First yeah. of all, the War Doctor ages so much that even though... Like, like the War Doctor is confusing because we see the regeneration in Night of the Doctor and he's young John Hurt, so there's got to be a lot of time that passes in there no, even that's if true. the Doctor doesn't reflect it in his numerical age. The first Doctor was probably only alive for, like, 300 years, so that, that's not really a wrinkle. Uh, it depends how we count Heaven set. Capaldi might have been around for, you know, 4.5 I, billion years. That one I clones, don't really so count like...
2: because that's not a life lived. Because as, right. as long He was living the same... Spoilers for Doctor Who. He was uh, yeah, living it's... the same life, like... Same, like, I don't know, what, two, three days or something like that? Uh, over yeah. and over and over. For those billions of years, that's true. But, like, 11 was, like... He was alive. He was, actually, he was living a life, exactly. Yeah, no,
1: that that's fair. I would count that. Yeah. So so basically, you live a long time.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, why can't you just regenerate into a child? Do children regenerate into
1: children? Um. Okay. So this. That is a good question. This is interesting. We did see in the uh, the thirteenth Doctor episode titled "The Timeless Children." Um, that there, there were, there was a child regeneration into a child. Children regenerate into children, or at least they did in that instance. There's also he, Russell T Davies a few years back released a novelization of Rose, the the first episode of the revival, and in it, as a gag, he had Clive have a bunch of photos of old doctors, but also just sort of future doctors we've never met, and one of yeah. them was a kid in a wheelchair. So oh. the implication is that the doctor could regenerate to a child. And also be in a wheelchair for some reason?
2: Right, because he can either go from... Like, he went from super young with Matt Smith to ancient with Peter Capaldi. Like, old as bones, dude. Like, ancient. Like, in a tomb kind of old. Uh, Jesus Christ, he's not that old. (laughs) So I don't know why he can't be like, I'm regenerating into a 15-year-old boy. I'd be the worst. Or a 15-year-old girl. I'd be even worse. That yeah, seems a little strange. It'd be <laughs> yeah, very strange. You know what? The... He probably hasn't done it because the BBC can't afford the legal implications.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's, it, it comes down to what's marketable. Like, the extended universe has some precedent for time loids regenerating into non-humans. But I don't know how many people would sign up to watch a, a season where the Doctor's a suntaur. Like, I just don't. Oh I gosh. don't know if that would appeal to casual audiences. Dr. Shrug. Dr. Shrimp. <laughs>
2: Dr. Who? The real question is Dr. Shrimp. What kind of question <laughs> is What's that? Out? What's it coming from? And there's a little shrimp wandering around on the floor. Like the
0: screwdriver <laughs> is just <like laughs>
2: strapped to his back and it's bigger than he is. He's actually in a little, like, car that's shaped like a Sonic <laughs> screwdriver. Did you, like, fall off a cliff? What happened? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was just like a groan of, oh, God, Why?
1: if i was holmes which one of you would want to be watson
2: me oh i would be watson. calling it first
1: <laughs> oh people are fighting over this i didn't expect that i thought it'd be a competition for who doesn't Oh, no, peter watson. would be i
2: would be totally watson I are think. you kidding
1: i think he because peter kind of grounds me okay think, no, no no in
0: this case peter would be like he would be but i don't know i want to go on an adventure
1: well, what character would you Peter, be? Peter. No, not Peter Fletcher. There uh, were no, I'd be Moriarty. There were the original Holmes books that were like uh, druggies and drug dens that Holmes would go get street wisdom from. And I like to think I'd go visit you. Oh, I'm
0: first. one of those guys. Huh? <laughs> I'm okay with that. I know many things. Imagine
2: this incredibly intelligent, intelligent detective, world famous, renowned detective. Uh, He's like, hello, crack den. I'm looking for sage (laughs) advice on this murder. (laughs) But for real though. (laughs) You bet I could give it too.
0: I know many things about the art of murdering. I love how I I knew you were like
1: the only person I could say that to who wouldn't get offended. Like you'd just be like, yeah, that sounds (laughs) about
0: Uh, it's like, yeah, if I was in 1800s Victorian England, I would be a drug addict.
2: Yeah, I'd be a crackhead.
0: I mean, what else yeah, is there be to snort do? I'd be a Victorian addict.
2: You either die as a prostitute or you snort cocaine. There's the like <laughs> only two lives that you have in Victorian
1: England. <laughs> uh,
0: why Why would it be one or the other? Those two things usually go together. Hey! <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's going to need
1: some content. <laughs> yeah. Big,
2: ten minutes in and we've hit
0: all of the bases. Yeah.
2: I think that's a pretty good spot to end. Yeah, <laughs> probably. And on a
1: high note. I hope none of my students ever find this. <laughs> purpose.
2: I, I doubt they will. We're did getting you at... Did pun on purpose? Did I what? Did you pun on purpose? No, what did I say? And on a high note.
1: Oh, because drugs. <laughs> the joke is drugs. What can skittles.
2: I say? Comedy. The jokes, they just write themselves. I'm just a vessel for them to flow through. I don't even know I'm doing it. Oh, but, gosh. yeah, Jacob, our, our average listenership uh, is not high enough for one of your students to be amongst that elect group of intellectuals that uh, listen to this podcast, um, sometimes week to week. S- sometimes. That joke will be funny in about two months when this episode gets put out. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> These are the jokes. Uh. Yeah.
1: In case you are one of my students and you're listening... I will remind you that in Victorian England, there's a lot to do, because there are so many good books. Go read Wuthering Heights. Okay, we can continue now.
2: Okay, this is a sidebar uh, on the, the point of Wuthering Heights, but uh, Fletch, Jacob and I, when we were in England, <gasps> we yes! thought of this really fun idea for a Wuthering Heights adaptation that could be the very first adaptation of Wuthering Heights that works. And outside of this podcast, we'll talk about it, and we should try and we should try. To be completely honest, I don't think I've ever read that book.
1: I never have either. You probably haven't. It's an idea I've had for about two years, and I brought it to Peter, and he helped me flush it out. And it's it's a really good idea. But we can talk oh, about. Yeah. That. Okay. We're gonna leave
2: this in for a little behind the scenes look at what we do when we're not doing this. We're planning other Which things. Which is pretty that don't much happen. just this. It's it's this and then talking. <laughs>
1: yep. And once we almost made a movie. Don't talk we, about it. We, we'll not talk about we that. We
2: did here. make part of a we movie. Made we made fifty percent scenes. of an idea.
1: We. Yeah, that we, was crazy. a mess. But we should talk uh, yeah. about that at some point on the podcast. Like maybe we could do an episode where we talk about what we learned from trying to film Dead at the Dead and like oh, go gosh, through maybe. our experience.
2: Once we're once we're intellectually bankrupt from all of our ideas, we'll do that. Okay. Well, here's the thing: it's very simple. Write the script, make the movie. Don't try to
0: do both at the same time in the matter of like a month.
1: Okay, but the the the, the real issue is that we only had a month. Like, yeah, it no, was doing exactly. it at college that was the problem.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Well, it's like we still were doable it as it's just we not were
0: trying to film, film now. It when we didn't have enough time, because we also had schoolwork that we definitely didn't do. Like, d- come come on. Just, I said like, specifically, Fletcher, we weren't going to talk about this right now. What are you right. doing? Sorry. I don't. Sorry. Oh <laughs> I have no filter. You got me thinking about it.
2: <laughs> I got you thinking, and now they you're going off. Thinking.
0: My thoughts go straight from my brain to my mouth, and there is nothing in between.
1: Okay, can I, since we're having a sidebar anyway, can I share a thought?
2: Yeah. Yeah, what's your uh, sidebar?
1: We record these so far ahead that should we consider having like a next time on Pineapple Juice at the end of an episode? Well, nah, we always sh- have like five in the, the, the back end.
2: Well, that's not a bad thought. Um, we c- Next time. I do want to hear like, how like, that an, it sounds. I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, we need to think about that. I think that's not a bad thought. We, well, here's one of the things that we need to do is advertise better. Um, yeah, that yeah, could be true. our advertisement. Like, uh, the ne- so what? maybe we post... The episode, we have an advertisement for the episode, and then we post like next time on after that.
1: Like, not as part of the episode. Yeah, and then it could just be like, it's, it's basically yeah. just like the description.
2: No, 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 not description, like an, a separate like video post or, or like a story. I, I don't know. No, yeah, no, but I mean like, like I think, the things we could say. So, in about the same the, like, way I've
1: done the like share a funny clip.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same way you've done the share a funny clip.
1: It'd be, it'd basically be the pitch part of the episode, I would assume.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Does that mean we want to be one episode ahead of editing? Like, we don't release an episode until we have the next episode edited. Oh, gosh, Jacob.
2: Please. No, you wouldn't. No, well, no we don't need to go that far. I, I, we need to get, okay, uh, yeah, right. s- this is a sidebar of the sidebar. This is me directly talking to the audience. I have taken, like, three weeks to get the latest episode out. I think we need to get episode eight out. It's You've had
1: forever. no support, Peter. It's not your fault.
2: I know, I know. Um, but, uh, that's why we're in this predicament, um, but I think past this week, once I'm uploaded here, I'll be in a better spot to have them more consistently. All right, my sidebar sidebar is over. We're back to the sidebar. Can we end Let's the Let's end that sidebar. Let's just get to back to the episode.
1: So I brought a character this week.
2: Oh, oh, good. I, you I brought a setting. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. What do you know? I brought half a plot. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's better than nothing.
1: <laughs> I would sort of like the character to go at the end, if that's acceptable. It is acceptable.
2: Okay. Uh, Fletcher, why don't you go first? I, I, I feel like maybe you should go first. I, Yes. No. I think if yours is half-baked, maybe you should go second.
1: <laughs> you can bake it somewhere. By
0: half-baked, I just mean, like, it's very flexible. Uh,
1: okay. So it's not like it's half of a plot idea, it's just the plot idea is only really half of the picture.
2: Well, okay, in that case, yeah. I will go first. So I'm about to constrain us a little bit. My setting that I brought today um, is a cruise ship. Oh no! And I mean like one of the big ones, like the real big ones.
1: Hmm. Before uh, Fletcher goes, I want to share a fun fact, which is that basically only during the duration of a taxi drive in England, Peter and I came up with, fleshed out, and discussed like an entire <laughs> idea for a cruise ship centered horror movie.
2: Oh my gosh, it was such a good story. We, still like, we
1: have meet. a lot of notes on that, but I don't remember talking about it in any other environment than that cab. No,
2: we were in that cab and that was, okay, so Jacob, we mentioned this already in this podcast. Uh, Jacob and I went to England this uh, last, in uh, the year of 2020, our lord. Uh, to England, this last spring break of our <laughs> final year. You got it year. wrong! I did get it wrong. <laughs> What year did I say? I oh, 2020. <laughs> did it, I say March 2020? 2020, a great time for global travel. That was a great time for global uh, travel. Actually, anyway, I was wrong. 2022, the year of the Suez Canal getting blocked. That was a funny time. I love that. Oh, we're getting so <laughs> distracted this stuck. episode. <laughs> okay, we were in the this taxi going from our hotel to the train station, and maybe it was about 25 minutes where we came up with this whole idea. And just before we got to the train station, I realized I forgot one of my bags at oh uh, the cafe we were in. So we had to turn back around and then go back and get it. So it literally, hap- that whole idea happened within, like, the 20 minutes. It,
1: it vindicated great. me, like, planning everything so we got everywhere 20 minutes early. Because it took, oh, we have a lot of cushion time at the train station, too. Our train's about to leave and we're trying to pay the cabby. <laughs> it was really... <laughs>
2: chaotic but it worked out luckily okay Okay. let me let me just say my character my sorry my setting again just to refresh my setting is a a a cruise ship like one of the carnival cruises
0: okay so the plot that i had in mind was the the cause of it could be one of two things was sort of that the half-baked bit the idea is that the the main character or or someone the main character is with is like slowly fading away into nothing like ghost or back in time accidentally killed your parents type of thing where they're just kind of like slowly fading into like smoke and they're trying to undo the damage.
1: So they're Marty McFly. Yeah, they're yeah, the like, like I figured
0: away. this is probably like time travel stuff where it went back in time, screwed something up and are trying to fix it as they're slowly just fading into nothing.
2: Okay.
1: Or it's like a okay, disease
0: so, or something, but we did that last time. So,
1: so the reason I said oh no when uh, Peter said cruise ship is because I, I I felt like, oh, I brought a character that I'm not sure how it works with that. And I definitely don't know how it works with Fletcher's. But I'm going to say my stupid idea anyway. Okay. Uh, so the main character is a golden retriever who works as an emotional support counselor dog at a grade school. <laughs>
2: what? Wait, what?
1: So, uh, you know, like a grade school, they, they have counselors, and some of them have golden retrievers that are, like, emotional support dogs. So, wait! So he's... Wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on.
2: Waiting. We're, we're waiting. Holding. I,
0: <laughs> hold on. Let me find words. Words are difficult. Okay, so... What if we're in the situation where, like a witch's is familiar, this emotional support dog does more than just emotionally support the person. They are sort of, like, some kind of magically-ish, sciency thing anchor for the person, they got separated and either the dog ended up on this cruise ship and their person didn't for some reason, and, and now they have to get back to the person before the person fades away.
1: Okay, so we have a counselor who's a witch at a school. And sure. Interesting. Her, the emotional support dog is her familiar, and he's on a cruise ship.
0: Yeah, and the idea is like she plays him off like an emotional support animal, but the
2: dog is just her familiar. Well, I can see this. It's like it's like a magical Airbud situation. Yeah. Airbud. Okay, so we're following
1: it like they're called AirPods now. (laughs) A magical AirPod. Come on, boy. Come on, AirPod. Come here. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Fourteen. Don't you want the treat?
2: Wait, but it's a, it's a magical air airbud. Now I'm picturing it like an Airbud movie. I'm okay, glad to say, but not I the one with the those. little puppies. You're glad or sad? Glad.
0: I mean, like I get the general idea, sort of, talking animals doing things. But well, they don't no, talk. not the Airbud movies.
1: Well, Airbud in the Airbuddies the dogs talk, but in the original Airbud the dog is not talking. Yeah, we're sticking don't with the even more confused because
0: I'm remembering there's like there was like Airbud and then there was like Sportsbud and then there was like.
1: You're thinking of the buddies. There were there were sequels to Airbud about his children or they were just young dogs. I don't know if they were related to him. They were And they kids. went to space and they were superheroes and stuff. But the original yeah, Airbud is just about a gold retriever who can play basketball. Oh. And there's a great line where they're debating whether or not he's allowed to play in the basketball game and this guy checks the rule book and he's like, There's ain't nothing in the rules that says a dog can't play And, <laughs> <laughs> and those are the grounds <laughs> on which they <laughs>
2: It's a
0: rule book.
2: <laughs> Wait, that's a good idea. I mean, okay. So I, I had I had a thought. It was a stupid idea, but I didn't say I and I was like, well, where do I go with it? But so that could be in the rule book. I'm getting ahead of myself. My idea simply Is was a rule book now? My hold on. My idea simply was <laughs> You really got ahead of yourself. Yeah, I got way ahead of myself. Uh my my, my idea was simply emotional support dog by day, detective by night. What the <laughs> it's all that popped in my head and so what if this emotional support dog which as Fletcher said an airbud escapade got himself onto the um the oh, the uh, you know the ship instead of it just being like airbud everyone reacts to him like airbud but in his head he's got this like we're we're hearing like this gritty detective monologue like he can't talk to anybody but he's got this detective monologue tried to discover where his uh, witch is, so he can not fade out of existence.
0: It's like, but it's like a go-to retriever, so he still acts really, like, friendly and hyper and happy to see everyone, and in his mind, he's like, this motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Future pleader, remember to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I had to go whole hog on it. We're talking about greedy no, detective okay. stuff. I'm sorry. I regret nothing.
1: Well, I I think we want to lean into the, the magic bit. So he's, like, he, he has, like, detective-y thoughts because he's trying to find his wit. But I, I like the idea that in his head maybe he's, like, this kind of serious magical beast. He's, like, the rules of the coven say I must not be separated from Madam.
0: Yeah, Madam Blueberry. Yeah, but he still behaves like a normal golden retriever, but, like, a really well-behaved one. Because, you know, emotional support animals, they're very... The trained ones, at least, they're very, very, very...
2: This dog word is... An, a magic airbud. He is. He snuck onto this cruise ship to find his. Okay, so that that that's a question. He snuck onto a cruise ship. I don't really care how. The question is why was his witch taken and kidnapped and brought onto a cruise ship?
1: What if what if it's in the Zack and Cody universe and the school is on the cruise ship? Oh, well, that's um, painful. Shoot.
2: You
0: see, the version of this in my head was like, she wow. went on a cruise and they were on the cruise and then she got kidnapped. And he was left on the boat while she was taken somewhere.
2: How do you successfully kidnap somebody on a boat? A sea witch does it. In my head, I they just, like, kidnapped
0: sirens? her and then, like, what? put her on a smaller boat and drove away.
1: No, 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 no. A siren is a siren. A sea witch is a sea witch. Like Ursula. Ursula is a sea witch.
2: Is it anything like a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God>. Peter!
1: <laughs> That's really funny. Good thing I didn't go to the desert, or else I'd have to deal with those sandwiches.
2: But, I mean, we're on a cruise ship. Maybe we're by the beach. <laughs> this episode's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten so off. What do we want to do for the... Okay, so, so here's, here's the question. We're,
1: we're sticking with he's a magic dog. Yeah, he, He's a familiar.
0: Yeah, so the, the, the tricky bit is getting the two things separated and the dog somehow on a cruise ship while she's not
1: okay so is this fletcher a world in which the familiar is a material creature that binds the witch to our reality or is the familiar like a magically summoned creature who has to be within proximity of the witch? is it the witch disappearing or is it the dog disappearing
0: considering that we're doing a dog i i kind of like the idea that it's the witch disappearing more because then it's then you get kind of like a, a Bolt situation where he's got to get back to his person or something happens to the
2: person. You you ing- you, you exactly set that bear
1: trap on purpose,
2: Sludger. The <laughs> fact that you mentioned that dog's name I definitely in my present Did we talk about I this He sucks. Because I just
0: watched that, dog that movie. can go die. That movie is not
1: that bad. It's really good.
2: It's... <sighs> It I'm is not going to talk about both.
0: Movie, okay? I think we've It talked is about a lie. It, right. so. it is a
2: absolute totally menace of
0: corporate greed. No, look, okay. I just watched that movie like two weeks ago or something. I you don't really, really see Disney+. it. It's a stretch. Yeah, no, I was really bored.
2: It is a no, stretch. You don't see Your it because a it's not a stretch at all. Don't. It's not as Fletch. Let me just say this in the nicest way I humanly can. It is not a stretch. It lines up perfectly. I nah. I nah. there are yes, similarities. it does. There are similarities. It is yeah because they not, ripped it off it the is playbook. Not a rip-off. No, it is
0: definitely not
2: not a no 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 right. no not, not It's it's copying the plot of both Toy Story One and Two. But not not like it's specific. Not a, to say it's a Toy ripoff means that there's another bolt style movie that came first and then they just did that no what i mean is that it's, of, not, it's, it's not
0: is like, it, it's not like a rip off of or it's not like it's not stealing anything from those specific things it's a story archetype
2: i agree no,
1: it's a story archetype yes. it is not it's because you have to understand the
2: context of the time the con- it yes you're right there are story elements that other stories use that are like it no, but I, you have to understand disney at the t- i okay hold on guys I we are getting we've done so this off on the track podcast before have we i don't I think, would, think we have I, I might
0: have come up anyway point is i don't know not point well like point those. is back to the story here the, the yeah, idea is back. i like the idea that he's got to get back to his person because something bad is going to happen to his person if he doesn't that there's that element of Bolt that i do really <laughs> like because it's like that's what a dog would want to do if, okay you know, so is she
1: on sexy. the cruise ship still or has she been taken away from the cruise ship? I mean,
2: if we're doing like, it's a massive cruise ship, she could just be on the other end and he can't find her.
1: So she's been kidnapped and held hostage within the cruise ship?
2: Can I suggest an idea to make this um, maybe work a little bit better, even though sure. it adds another layer of complexity? Um, if you say space cruise ship. I'm not going to say space <laughs> cruise ship, although <laughs> you know me pretty well. Oh, I'm no. going to say, if Fletcher originally brought the idea of time travel for how like the plot works maybe the dog and the witch time traveled back in time they're not not that like that's the answer but they went back in time because like back to the future the witch has to get his parents to meet on this uh (laughs) this cruise the dog and the witch no, <laughs> the, the, the witch. The witch no, oh, oh, her. Okay. Yeah. Why would the. He said his, and I was like. <laughs> his? Whose? And then, due to the witch, like, screwing up royally, like, in some major way, the witch is now in a place that is compromised. So it's now up to the dog to make them meet.
1: I personally liked that the familiar connection allowed us to make the disappearing make sense without doing time travel. But. And there's well, still witches. He's still a magic dog. I mean, it's still a magic dog, of
0: course. No, but if we go back in time, I mean, like we're still confused on how they got separated
1: because they're still on a boat. Well, I guess in this version they don't get separated. She straight up vanishes, and the dog has to set it right.
2: Oh, 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 oh! That's actually interesting because yeah. then, yeah. So she failed, and now the the dog has to try still. But like, mm-hmm. wait, hold on, that doesn't work because if the if the if she failed, the dog. And then the dog succeeds. She would still be there. Uh, well, no,
0: but hold
1: on. Well, off. it's if, like when Marty's if hand the, if the woman disappearing never existed, and then it comes back. But right, okay. but if the
2: witch
0: never existed, then the dog would not have gone back in time either. So the dog, which is where the dog starts fading too. Well. But then they're both the, just the disappearing dog. Rather no, no, than no. Like the witch disappears. Man, the
1: the witch disappears quickly, but the dog is more of an incidental connection. So maybe he takes longer to disappear yeah would. that's
2: what i was thinking
1: it feels like one of
0: those things where as you're watching it it kind of pulls you out a little bit and you have to be like wait 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 does that make sense? okay i guess it makes sense okay yeah now we'll get back into the story
1: yeah
2: i think we can take some liberties if you're watching
0: this movie <laughs> no totally like like it's sort of a personal thing where i don't like i don't i don't want you to have to think about it too much to be on board with it if that makes sense like i feel like them disappearing at different speeds is one of those things that you kind of have to think about
2: not really because in um back to the future even though marty is disappearing and like he because his parents aren't actually getting together uh in the picture his brother is first to disappear like it starts with his his head and it starts going down well right she's older than the, the dog yeah, he's older than the dog, so I'm guessing that if the he disappeared, oh, okay, then the dog yeah. has a finite amount of time, does not disappear it No, that's Why fair. do you
1: keep calling the witch a he?
2: Me? Yeah. Oh, um, because I'm sexist? I don't know. Okay.
1: <laughs> Oof. Okay, alternate pitch. We gotta start pitch. coming up with alternate names for pitch. people more often. Yeah. Alternate pitch. There is a group of warlocks on the cruise ship and they use a magic urn to suck the witch in and they're going to perform a ritual on the witch in the urn that will erase her from have ever having ever existed. And the familiar is on the cruise ship, disappearing slowly because he's a magic creature who needs to be held in existence by the witch and has to find this warlock group on the ship and stop them before the witch is erased from time. I can get by on that. Yeah, and I then, think
2: that is succinctly way better.
1: Yeah, then yeah, we're not yeah. trying to
2: do magic and time travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
1: there's a there's a time element but it's not a time travel thing
2: i think that's much better
1: okay so next thing i think is why do these warlocks or maybe other witches or whatever magical creatures slash beings want to do this why do they want to erase the witch from time
2: they are evil imps <laughs>
1: that's all i got <laughs> okay idea based off that down uh, for which oh. The witch got her powers a long time ago by pledging herself to, like, some archdemon or something. Like, a powerful being. Sure. And then she ended up realizing she could use her powers to do good, and that's why she became a school counselor. And she kind of, like, cheesily was like, actually, I like helping people with witch powers more. And that's not really what this archdemon's about. And so he sends these imps to erase her and basically every trace of her such that he's, he's sort of, like, mistaken prodigy never existed and that that blight upon his reputation can be erased Ooh. Ooh. Uh, all right I like and so that. i'm now imagining this as even more of like an Airbud disney channel original movie where this dog is fighting these probably like kind of humorous evil imp characters <laughs> 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 i hadn't
0: even thought about that i was just thinking like oh this is because normally, in this kind of a thing, you've got, oh, the magical demon just wants to take his power back, or, like, kill her, or something. But no, in this, he's like, my reputation is ruined if I don't delete her from existence.
1: Effect <laughs> quality of Halloween Town plot of Airbud with magic. <laughs>
2: yeah, that, I mean, that does it. I think yeah. uh, one thing I want to keep, even though it's got this goofy Disney Channel kind of feel to it. Um, I would really want to keep the dog having these grizzled inner monologues yeah. Uh, yeah. throughout the movie. And so it's like super sanitized during the movie. But then in the inner monologues, it's like just like really grizzled and he's angry and he's swearing to himself. He's like, I need to find this. imp," ah! But like
1: less angry and like he's really I don't know what that was. I almost want to be voiced by someone who, like, you wouldn't think would do that. Like, it's Paul Rudd. And you hear all Paul Rudd's voice in the inner monologue of a golden retriever. That's got to be cute. But then it's no, it's super serious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I actually think that's funny. He should have this. This doesn't affect the plot at all. I just think it's a funny idea. That uh, the golden retriever, he has this. He needs uh, a name,
1: by the way, so we can stop calling him the golden retriever.
2: Yeah, what's the golden retriever's name?
1: Jolt. (laughs) we just call it
2: uh, <laughs> something else uh, let's call it uh, how about magic magic mike no no Ma- uh, magic johnson <laughs> he's named after the witch's favorite dude it's a golden player.
0: retriever we'll just call him max like like that is every golden retriever's name Other that we name. call him
1: ravencroft max for <laughs> short
0: croft. Roft. croft
1: let's call him croft <laughs> Croft. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay Croft. That's Croft. Continue with How your right, idea. Croft. All right, me. Croft, the the magic dog. Movie title, Croft, <gasps> the magic dog. Yeah. I don't have any idea <laughs> that's what I'm so saying. So oh, no. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh, it's really unfortunate. Well, I was uh, like, we can't just keep... Ah, oh, I shouldn't have interrupted at that point, though. So, Evil Imps.
2: I was, talking about, I was talking about his inner monologue, I think, still.
1: Yeah, and I said something about Paul Rudd.
2: Yeah, and that was pretty good, because he's, yeah, like, serious comment yeah. oh
1: here, here i remember now
2: so uh since this witch was once for evil and she was using her evil for evil <clears throat> and not using her evil for good um i'm assuming this this familiar uh was also used for evil and also changed uh his ways so croft is now a good dog he's a good boy um he's a but good, i would like boy. if it, just, this is what i was saying because it doesn't like affect the story really but in his inner monologues he's having all this guilt and doubt about himself because he used to do terrible things, and he's like, I can't go back, I can't go back working Am for I that really evil a guy. Boy? Do I Am I really good boy? Am I really the good boy? Exactly, Wait. he's like, do I really, I need to earn the title of good boy, and doing this can earn, <laughs> and he's trying to like, That's he's trying to so cute. Think. So he's like super, like, distraught by the terrible things he's done, and he doesn't want to go working but for this. But that's
0: still kind of funny, because it's a golden retriever. I know. Like, like,
2: like... And he doesn't want to go I back working people. for this, like, I evil creature, people. this evil demon, so he has to save a... <laughs> He, like, really wants to save the uh, the witch.
1: Imagine if the, at the beginning of the movie, before they go into the cruise ship, there's, like, a crying third grader just rubbing on this dog, like, petting it and stuff to get emotional support. And then the inner monologue is like, yes, let me drain your sadness from you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like,
2: he's, he's kind of, like, uh, in Monsters, Inc., where they used to take uh, the screams from children. Now he takes the... Instead of he taking takes the tears. Negative negative tears, he takes positive tears. He takes their sadness from them. He doesn't feast on their, their fear. He now feasts on their sadness so they don't have to be sad anymore. Aw, that's kind of sweet. That is kind of sweet. Also, that is definitely what
0: dogs do, like,
2: unironically. Yeah, so that makes sense. You know, we keep trying to make this gritty, but it
0: just keeps getting closer and closer to the whole wholesome category.
2: No, I, I never thought it was gritty. I thought it was always kind of be, like, no, I oh, mean, like I when mean, I was, like, like sanitized, like but then... like, witches and demons and him stealing <laughs> that's people and true. erasing them from existence. But it's, like, just kind of a wholesome story. It kind of feels kind of wholesome, but I want his monologue to be the great thing, yeah. which is yeah, yeah. the funny contrast. Ha-ha.
1: His attitude is juxtaposed to, like, the kind of movie he's in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. He, he looks over the balcony, everyone's, like, playing, and... And it's, like, nice and breezy, and there's, like, seagulls. You hear kids playing in the background. People are just chatting. Some, like, glasses are, are clinking, and everyone's, like, having a great time. And he just sighs, his inner monologue, just going, This city. <laughs> <laughs> One bad
1: day, and this could all be burned to the ground.
2: <laughs> yeah! It's, like, got the, the the detective music in the background. It's, like, the the saxophone, just, like, but more dramatic
0: yeah and and an actual saxophone
2: yeah uh that was mean um so how do uh that wasn't that mean i was using my i was literally putting my hands together (laughs) and going (laughs) so how does this
0: dog actually save the witch then if she's stuck in an urn is is this gonna be one of those things where he knocks over the urn and it breaks and then she's free uh (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and he like, has to try to find her <laughs> totally. and like, get past the defenses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think
2: that's it. Because then the <laughs> imps are like, Ah, I am an imp and you cannot uh, defeat me for you are just a simple dog. And then just... <laughs> he
0: like, kicks the pedestal oh. and falls over.
2: Yeah. He would have to do at some point in the movie some sick flip. I don't know. Oh, totally, yeah. Uh, there, there should be a chase scene and the, <laughs> the imps are like, Yeah, And they're trying to get him. And they're like, We will get you, dog. And then he's like, is it just like that time in, in Boston? And then he jumps into the water slide, and they do like a water slide chase. Yes. At one point, yes. did he like
0: run around on two legs like,
2: like a human sprinting? <laughs> he, he dresses up as a bellhop. <laughs> yeah. Yes. everyone That's like He like, starts his infiltration. Yeah. Every, he thinks he's being sneaky, but everyone's like, this is the cutest thing. And he it's breaks like, oh, and look he's look like, those idiots, I'm in. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, actually, even better. I mean, this is just this is a stupid idea, but uh, you see the dog, uh, Croft, pushing the cart in like a full belt hop outfit, and then everyone's like, "Oh, that's so cute!" And then they get through the door, and then the dog, like or Croft, like sit like gets off like his, his hind legs from pushing the cart, and then lifts up like the, like, the, the cloth covering the cart, and then you see Croft underneath it, and Croft is like. Thanks, brother. And this <laughs> other dog's like anything for a brother. Decoy <laughs> dog. It's just a, it's
1: just, a it's
2: just a stupid gag. <laughs> oh
1: my god. I'm good. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna need a disguise. And we smash cut to that. It's so what you really <laughs> just think it's him. <laughs> It's just it's another dog. <laughs> he's like, I'm cashing in that favor you owe me. the podcast where we can't write one actual discussion scene between any characters in field of schemes but we can plan out a (laughs) hot dog gag (laughs) that was all of us we didn't even know what we
2: were doing
0: no we were like trying to be decidedly more serious
2: about that too yeah we were not lightened up about it, I think. Yeah.
1: I Here's the thing. When it comes to detail writing, I think we're just kind of, like, at the stage where we, we're good at comedy, and that's about it. So it's like, <laughs> we can b- broadly plan a serious thing, but I think if we had to sit down and think about what would a given scene look like, I don't think we have any idea. For this movie?
2: Or for any movie? Oh, no,
1: just for any, like, kind of dramatic, serious thing. Whereas I think if we had a broad idea for a comedy, and we sat down and tried to write scene by scene, we, we'd come up with a bunch of scene ideas.
2: Well, I think we have... Uh, okay, I- I would say we have uh, funny ideas, and then stuff. It just takes a lot. It does. I think as we work through it, like like even in, in our movie we tried to film, we had um, it was funny, but then we had serious themes we thought about for these characters, and then I think obviously more time in the drafting phase and, and giving more drafts out, uh, we would have more fleshed out serious things, yeah. even though it's kind of like in the blanket of a full comedy. So Actually, that's you know. fair, yeah. It just takes us time, and like, like Fletcher said, it is I mean,
0: with weird. that one we were really just like arguing over stuff more. like I think we'll individually all we'd all be more than capable of coming up with stuff. It was just we all had different ideas what we
2: wanted to do with it. And we literally had like, like Fletcher said we had a month to plan and film it. like, no way like give it more time we're yeah, we're, and when more... we're doing comedy stuff we have like similar senses of humor yeah so. and we have we're, we're more diplomatic about things when we're not losing our minds over trying to film something but <laughs> i think <laughs> back to the task at hand jeez we are just getting all off the this is today. such <laughs> a random episode this is all over the place what's next for us in our intrepid dog croft
1: okay so i guess here's the question how does it end I, I think that's the next important beat, I would imagine. How did they get on the cruise ship might also be.
2: I mean, I was going to maybe just vacu- He can free his yeah. um yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, the thing is if we have him free his person who we still haven't named, we still have the issue Madam of Madam Blueberry. Uh, we named her very clearly. Demon. Oh, yeah. We did. We named we named the we named her Blueberry. Madam Blueberry. Madam Blueberry. <laughs> when
2: when did that happen? I said it offhandedly and I didn't think we'd go with it. <laughs> no, I <her. laughs> I
0: completely missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, so, I jokingly so he freeze,
2: and we're seriously going for it.
0: Croft frees Blueberry, and then we still have this <laughs> issue of um, a demon that wants Blueberry to no longer exist. Oh, yeah. Um, so we can wrap it up pretty nicely in terms of like, ah, the cruise is saved. She's back. She's no longer in a jar. And then just kind of do that classic thing where we just ignore the fact that there's something else that they could then use for, like, a second movie. Yeah, it's just a really? series
1: of movies where the same demon sends villains after the witch, and the dog always has to save the day. This city. <laughs>
2: I think this this movie should end with, because uh, I think the witch would have been caught off guard, and then once the witch is freed, um, she just she just sends the imps to, like, eternal damnation and just, like, opens up a pit to hell and just tosses them in. <laughs> And then you just have the dog, back like, the Croft, just like kind of like yeah, just like <laughs> waving his wagging his tail, uh, just like looking all happy about yeah. it.
1: And she says, "You get detention," and then you know a laugh track plays. <laughs> oh God! But a bump, but a bump, As you see the horrors of hell, they're like screaming. He <laughs> yeah, like, ah! ah! <laughs> and the dog, and then she's just petting Croft, and Croft is like, "This is nice." It's
0: like the first positive-sounding thing he said the entire movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do we want to just commit to like she doesn't deal with the real problem at hand? Because, like, if we're doing yeah. the kind of Disney Channel original movie genre, that like really fits. Oh, yeah, they totally would. But be. also, I don't know. Because they to
0: have to this. have room to make sequels. That's true. And spin offs.
2: Yeah, how are you going to make Magic Earbud 2? Or... <laughs> magic air buddies <laughs> and they're 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 like she has, other, this time she has the other witch friends with
0: their own familiars and he has to create and like all the other witches get taken at some point and now him and the other familiars have to go save them she's
1: part of like a reformed like, witch yeah, support you know. group w-a yeah <laughs>
2: which is anonymous yeah <laughs> the W A.
1: The the credits, wow. by the way, have to be accompanied with wow. a bunch of vacation photos of Croft and Blueberry <laughs> having a good time on vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have like a picture of all of them. Like,
2: it doesn't make sense how they would have got the picture, but they're all together, like, taking a photo with the imps. The imps are both, like, I guess in my it, head, there's like two of them. Uh, and they're just got like peace signs. And then the next picture is them uh, being cast into like, a hell. <laughs> is this a story? Are we good? Like, what's going on it, here? It kind of is. I mean, we can get into some more
0: specific stuff, like exact problems that he runs into while he's trying to save his person. But, like, we've got the story pitch down.
1: Yeah. This, this would be the brief we'd present to, you know, Disney Channel. And they'd be like, yeah, sounds exactly. like we can make it on a low budget. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And then we. It's got <laughs> sequel scene. potential and everything. We, exactly. It's got everything Disney Channel loves. We've looks. already
1: done three zombies movies.
2: It's been three.
1: Yeah, they, they just released Zombies 3. Apparently the music's really good, according Wait, what? to my sources.
2: Wait, the zombies? Wait, hold on. You say zombies 3, but I don't even know that there's a 1 and
1: 2. Oh, yeah, no, that was their recent, like, kind of their high school musical, Cash Cow, let's release a bunch of these movies. Zombies? It was called Zombies. Um, and the, the last one, my understanding is that there are aliens, and the zombies and aliens go to a dance together.
0: Wait, isn't that, like, like it's like a Barbie toy line, like Bratz or whatever it was? No. That's a TV show? No, it's
1: a movie different? series on Disney. You're thinking Monster High, actually, yeah. I think that's Oh, that's,
2: okay, yeah. That's what I say yeah, whenever no, I see a monster, I know, good. on the street.
0: Yeah, because they'll see, like, ads for this toy line. And it monster. Is...
2: Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> what well, how do How you doing, partner? It's me. Guy, who talks like this. Steve. I, I really, I mean, other than, like, goofy scenarios for the dog, I don't really know... <laughs> what to do (laughs) like I don't I don't I I don't hate this at all it's just kind of fun it's one of those shorter kind of simplistic movies
0: where there's not a ton going on it's kind of just the goofy antics of this dog that is disappearing
2: trying to save their person oh I guess we actually we never considered how does the disappearing affect the dog
1: oh that's a good point
2: we've everything Um. we've said has been the dog is fully like uh, corporeal Where where is the uh, incorporeal nature of the dog take place oh well that
0: could be kind of the issue at the end is that he no longer can like full like He's not totally gone, but he can't really interact with the physical world anymore. Oh, so he can't knock over the urn. So, like, he can't knock over the vase. What if he has
1: to trick an imp he has into, to, like, like, flying at him, and then the imp goes through him and hits the urn?
0: Yeah, or, like, hits the
2: pedestal, then it knocks it over. Yeah. What do what do imps look like to you guys? I
1: was imagining they were little blue little flying goblins. Um, oh. I pictured... Sure I like, like Key of... and Peele or whatever.
2: <laughs> I pictured
1: two, the, the like... comedic duo of some sort. Yeah.
2: In my head, I I guess I was picturing goblins, and I guess I don't have a good mental image of what an imp looks like. Um, I was just picturing, like, the little red devils. I was picturing something similar, but kind of more like the Moblins from uh, Lord of the Rings. And by Lord of the Rings, I meant uh, Legends of Zelda.
1: Ah, I'm like, what's a Moblin? Oh, I was like,
2: Moblins from Lord (laughs) of the Rings. The famous Moblins. I love love when they show up to fight uh, Sauron. Sauron.
1: Jinx. And then Gandalf yells, Moblins, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that famous catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, Token actually based mob. them off of the, the Bible section where it talks about Moblins. And then Noah said, No two Moblins are allowed on my, my art. And then everyone laughed. <laughs> it worked. He's right. <laughs> it's just that easy. <laughs> Comedy really
0: does write itself.
1: Silly moblins. Arcs are for God's loving creatures. <laughs> Thank God hates you. Wait, that's how the moblins got under the
2: boat. They didn't. They weren't allowed on the, 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 on the boat, so, now so they, they learned boats. how to swim. What? No, I was going to say they learned how to swim, so they're, they're ocean moblins. <laughs> that's
1: Noah's oh Ark is, like, God. central to more than one of these episodes, which is kind of weird. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It keeps coming up. Well, when did we bring it up before? The, the Underwater, the, the first episode. The Noah's Ark tapestry. Oh! I remember now. Like There are very few podcasts where Noah's Ark is essential to one episode, let alone two episodes. We're pretty special. This is the Noah's Ark Cinematic Universe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the N see
1: you the neck you the oh the, the, like the cool you, the like sea monster mech in uh in the the samurai ninja episode or samurai pirate or whatever is actually just that like was the arc? the new version of noah's arc
2: <laughs> that was uh arc 2 <laughs> arc 2.0 the electric boogaloo
1: <laughs> for the <laughs> second flood flood 2 <laughs> Too. So the dog is incorporeal, yes.
2: Um, well, is it like uh, Back to the Future, where the dog is losing like he looks, he looks at his paw and he's like his
1: paw is disappearing. Yes, exactly that. What if his nose goes first and he like stops being able to smell and it's like his main sense. Oh my gosh. his main sense?
2: I imagine that's like awful. Like, like how, you, how like, do I find her without? He starts losing his now. senses first. Oh my gosh.
1: How can I find her if I'm lost to the darkness? (laughs) Or has the darkness finally found me? Dude, that is brutal. I just, sorry, I just thought of something. Like, imagine the existential feeling. If you were a creature who was so dependent on smells that if you couldn't smell anything, it felt the same way that, like, total darkness feels to humans. That's sad. Like, as total darkness freaks us out, imagine what a smelling, like, a creature who primarily smells, how they feel. When they're they're cast into a lack of scent. The monsters hide where you can't smell them. Ooh. That's That's the name of the movie. No, sorry. (laughs) The monsters hide where
0: you can't smell them. It makes no sense, but it works for us because it makes sense to us. (laughs) It's great in context. It makes a really weird movie title.
1: What do moblins smell like? Pork.
2: Uh, Well, if they're from the ocean... I'd probably say like a seaweed, seawater.
1: Are we just going with that yeah. ocean thing?
2: Fish. I'm sticking with it. Unless you get Smell like idea.
1: fish. So this Arch devil's just like, yeah, I'm gonna send, um, some because well, they're in since the water. they're already there. Yeah. No, there. I have some sea demons in the area.
2: <laughs> hey, he checks the area code that the, the 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 ship's in. He's like, oh, hey, I know some guys who live in that area. Calls them up on his rotary phone. Yes, this is the Overlord Devil. Yes, I'll hold. <laughs> That's how the movie opens. <laughs> no.
1: You goose. The movie opens in a school, obviously. Where all yeah. good movies start.
2: Oh, yeah, she's, like, excited to be going on this vacation with her dog. And... Is there any magic that this dog does?
1: He absorbs sadness.
2: Oh, right. Is that all the dog does? <laughs>
1: uh, maybe he could feed on other emotions.
2: I don't know. I imagine he can't work,
0: like, any complicated spells, but he can do things like jump really far
1: or like d- uh I, I don't know what, what what's like a well he's a familiar so yeah like physical skills are heightened like jumping yeah
0: or, or like like i'm imagining creating like a small orb of light but then i was like but he wouldn't really need that i yeah. mean like he still wants to see so like yeah i mean
2: dogs still have eyes guys
0: yeah <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah. like they're yeah, yeah I...
2: It's not like they 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 have no. A I got style. I
0: got a little bit distracted by the whole sense of smell thing.
2: They're like moles. <laughs> their eyes, are... <laughs> their eyes are he's, decorative. He's actually blind. Their eyes
1: are decorative ornaments. No, I, I don't think like the dog's like doing any Doctor Strangey stuff.
2: Yeah, he's like I would, but I, you would have, I would I like, would create a spell circle, but that... damn it, I don't have any thumbs.
0: All he does is he just runs around in a circle chasing his tail and like draws it out on the floor. Oh wait,
2: that that's actually what I was gonna say. Like he creates like in Full Metal Alchemist <gasps> the. uh... Like oh my the, god, the the spell circles <laughs> with his tail, yeah, like maybe part maybe the one thing he can do, besides maybe some other like making his uh, I, I had this idea because he's a golden retriever and golden retrievers have long hair, he could like, make his the tail on his hair, whoops, the hair on his tail, uh like like <laughs> hot and so he makes it into like a like a sharp tool that he carves into things to carve uh, oh. like spells so, tail sword interesting yes. Well, I, I, that's the tail sword, more of tail pen and quill, tail and quill. Where's the ink come from? I, I, that's what I was forgetting. I, I knew it was missing, like, ink, uh, ink and tail. But it's
0: magical. There's no ink. It just kind of like draws light d- d- line stuff. Yeah,
2: but I think Croft should have like, literally maybe like three spells that are like bonus spells that he can do, like his his back pocket spells that he can like create with his tail. Like, maybe can, that's like, all track his, his.
1: Like he is. If well, he I think the hair his nose can do that. Well, if he's heightened oh, senses. Yeah, that's fair.
2: So we have to think of some magical spell that could, like, three things that don't on the surface help him, but he uses in interesting ways that help him on his, you know, mission.
1: What, what would your dog want to do if he was magic? That's what I'm thinking. Like, if you're imagining a dog, what kind of spells would help out a dog?
0: Okay, if I'm thinking about things Wicket would do very specifically, if this guy had some sort of magical powers, there are really only a couple of things he would do. One of which is he would want to teleport because he hates being alone, so he would want
1: to just appear wherever he wants to. Interesting. That, hmm. I feel like that's hard to give our mate Croft because they're on a cruise ship, and if she's somewhere in the cruise ship and he can yeah. teleport to her, he's just going to do that.
0: Well, maybe he can't teleport then, but what he can do is he can, like, he can set up one of those rooms, like, he can draw the circle on the wall, and then for a second he can, like, pass through that specific wall.
1: Oh,
2: Oh, that's oh, cool. That's like that's that. a good idea. Like so that the, lets him get through, like that lets him hole. get through some spaces. Yeah, that he couldn't. Yeah, and then it like disappears after a second. That'd be cool. He car he carves like the sigil into like the wall or whatever, and then that circle that he carves like glows and then turns into the hole. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's awesome. That could be pretty cool. What if he has his own familiar he can summon, and it's like like a like a chew toy, like a little stuffed rabbit or something. Oh, that could be good. <laughs> that's a chew that's toy. His familiar.
2: What would it do? What what would his purpose be? It explodes. <laughs> it's
1: exploding from
2: <familiar>. here. <laughs> That's pretty overpowered. I mean, it's,
1: maybe it's a small Like In my explosion. head, he
2: like
0: throws kind of... a ball, and then it,
2: yeah. Oh, I, I've got a, can I throw an idea out for what of it course. does? Anytime someone picks it up, it catches fire. But only in the person holding its mind. And so for about a minute, you think that you, it's oh. on fire, then you're on fire, and then everything around you on, is on he fire. He can
1: create a panic.
2: Yeah, so he creates a panic in his mind. In the, in the person holding his yeah. mind.
1: He's not actually hurting anybody. but No, it's not. So he can, like, if he needs to get into, like, the captain's quarters or something, he can just drop the toy outside in a place the captain will pick it up. And it'll be a sufficient distraction. Well, that's cool. Okay, that's two.
2: We have two now. I, I like both of those. Actually, those, those are really fun. Fletcher and I have brought... Uh, some magic. Jacob, I think it's yeah. your turn to think Okay,
1: spell. to be fair, I suggested the familiar. You just suggested what it would do. All right, Jacob. I don't what want if... to get into
2: uh...
1: <laughs> what, what, what about. Okay, memories. What
0: about. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that is way cooler than what I had in mind. Eat memory. Yeah, let's do that. But how is that useful? Okay. He th- was never this there. To me... Someone spots him, he eats the memory.
1: This to me ties into the idea of like getting rid of negative emotions. But he could target somebody and just remove a memory he doesn't want them to remember. And so maybe if he just straight up gets spotted by a cruise ship member breaking into a room, or, like, cutting a magic hole in the wall, he just has to eat that person's memory. Does
2: he have to, like, catch him first or something?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking he has to pin him down and then just start, like, aggressively licking their forehead. (laughs) That's
2: cute. I like that. (laughs) That's adorable. (laughs) The dog sees this, like, busboy human, and, uh the dog's breaking in somewhere. The busboy starts running because it's like, maybe he's afraid of dogs. I don't care. Uh, and he's like, dang it. And in his head, it looks like a like a friendly little like golden retriever like, like bounding after him. But in his head, he's like, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. I gotta get this guy. I gotta get him. No witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect. I like that. That's, I think that's more useful than the idea that I was thinking of. Because my idea, um, if he grabs his tail, he creates like this energy circle that <laughs> fires a laser. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with force field. No. It just...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's chasing his tail. He finally catches it and it shoots out laser beams. Oh, my gosh.
1: What if we made it... I want to do something with that, but what if we made it slightly less useful? It creates some sort of beacon of light within the circle so we can use it as a flare. And, like, maybe it's not helpful in this adventure, but... It's something he can do.
2: Yeah, we gotta have something with him nah, chasing his tail. I feel like it should be some power. It should, I think I think that one should be a little bit more powerful, because it's like if he He's can catch his tail, his tail, like the yeah. whole thing.
1: Like he, can't just, he can't just you know dogs can't just get uh, the tail; they, they chase it. What if what if it creates a vortex? So if these are like little flying moblins, he can go under one, run around to do that. If he catches his tail, he creates like a like a Ghostbusters style ghost trap that that like creates a little vortex that pulls him in.
2: Oh, that's cool. Like, that's how he traps yeah. demons. That's his technique.
1: Oh, he sends them back to hell that way. Yeah. And
2: maybe since he is... Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. And since he's a, he's a good boy, he he tries to do oh. the job for his, uh, for his uh, Madame Blueberry.
1: Who is just pretty useless.
2: Yeah, but, you know. Well, I mean, she's stuck in an urn for most of the movie. so... Yeah. That would
0: happen to me if I was stuck in an urn. I wouldn't be particularly useful either. I mean, exactly. not that I am anyway, but...
1: Aw, poor guy. Sad. <laughs> I mean, you are Don't very... too useful. bad for me. <laughs> this, Peter and I tried to do a podcast without you, and it didn't work. You're what makes this work, Fletcher. I'm
2: gonna cry. Don't
1: inflate his ego too much. Ha <laughs> I'm impossible. We can get into why that didn't work, but...
2: No, we can't!
1: Stop trying to sidetrack us again, Jacob. I, I feel like we've rounded this idea uh-huh. out.
2: I, I can agree with that.
1: We got to the ending a lot earlier than we got to some of the other details. but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we had, like, three tangents. <laughs> Dude,
2: we had, like, seven tangents. Even, even in our opening question, we <laughs> had, like, three... I went on a sidebar in our <laughs> sidebar. We went places. This is going to be a fun
0: one to listen to.
2: It, it's going to be kind of a, a goofy one, but I think that's fun. I like it. I think this episode was... Uh, I mean, it's a goofy story. Yeah, I think it was... For me, this episode was one of the most relaxed ones and in a good way. It wasn't, like... I was just like oh, kind yeah, of chilling totally. and just, we're just spouting fun ideas.
0: We're <laughs> just kind of talking about this funny dog that's slowly disappearing.
2: And to him, it's, it, it is, I mean, it is literally life and death for him. Uh, so, you know, that's a, that's a good thing, the reason for <laughs> us to care.
1: I can do the recap if we want. Oh yeah, go do for it. it. Okay, so our story stars a, an emotional support dog at a high school. Uh, the, the counselor for whom he is an emotional support dog happens to be a witch. And he is in fact that witch's familiar While on a summer vacation cruise, uh, the witch gets captured in an urn by some imps sent by an archdevil she used to serve, and they start a ritual to erase her from history. Our main character, the golden retriever support dog familiar named Croft, must then use his magical abilities to hunt down the moblins and the urn And save his master. Slapstick dog comedy ensues.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pineapple Juice. Thank you very Um, much. I don't usually do this spiel, but if you want to talk to us, there is an email at Pineapple Juice. It is not. Pineapple Reload (laughs) at Gmail. There it is. This is why I don't usually do this part. (laughs) We have um, Instas and... Social medias,
1: Twitters, they're linked in the doobly. Feel
2: free to reach out to us. We love hearing from people. Yes, that is true. Your opinions matter. We Please, we need them. We've
1: gotten emails and they've been very kind, and we would love to receive more.
2: All right, guys, thank you for listening. It's been great. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Good luck. Bye. Bye.